Welcome to Randy Rugby Podcast, where we talk everything rugby. You know, it's not every day that you can come across a unique individual, one whose hard work and dedication has built rugby in a community that now sees about 400 active rugby players. This is a special edition of the show, and join me as I have conversation with Stephen McEwen, chairman of the Timaru Rugby League Outlaws from Timaru City in New Zealand. Let's give a big warm welcome to Stephen McEwen to the podcast. Good evening, Stephen. Yeah, good. Good, thanks. Um, not long got home from um, my rugby union team's uh, practice, so uh, I just uh, had a quick meal and uh, got ready for the uh, conference call with you, the Zoom meeting call. So you you played rugby when you were younger? Yeah, I predominantly played rugby league when I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't play my first game of rugby union until I was 27. That's still young. <laughs> It was back then. I'm a bit older now. I'm about 20 years older now, so I manage teams. I play off the field now. Stephen, how has the pandemic affected you, where you live, your country, New Zealand? How are things there right now? Um, we're pretty much free to move. Um, and... Uh, have large sporting events and um, uh, music events, that sort of thing. We were in lockdown for about six weeks. That was about eight months ago. Um, so ever since then, we've pretty much been able to do do as we please. Um, <clears throat> Auckland was in um, Auckland was our biggest city. That was in yeah. lockdown for for a week. I think about a month ago, they were having a few cases coming in from India. I think um, so. They had to shut the city down for a while. Um, but the scene have got on top of it now. Stephen, as you know, I am a huge rugby fan. I love all styles of rugby, whether it be league or union, nines or sevens or thirteens. So, my love came through my introduction first to the Toronto Wolfpack, uh, who played rugby league over on the RFL. And then I fell in love with the Toronto Arrows, who play in the MLR Union Rugby here in North America. So how did you get involved in rugby? Um, the Timaru Rugby League Outlaws. Um, it's, a, it's a club I started in 2015. So basically in my area where I live, uh, South Canterbury, um, the city's called Timaru, there was no uh, rugby league competition here for 108 years. So myself and another another person who I didn't know at the time, but we've, we've turned into be pretty much best mates. He started up a club called the Country Cowboys. Um, I started up the Timaru Outlaws. And just up the road from us was a team called the Ashburton Barbarians. So um, what, what we've done is basically we've, we've moved out of the winter window. So Rugby Union plays their season, and then we play our, our season after it. So we run for about three or four months. And um, yeah, we started in 2016 with uh, just three senior teams. Um, 
And we've expanded now to four senior teams and around 16 junior teams. And we've uh, we've added, we're going to add another team uh, this this coming year, the um, Makiki Marauders. Um, so that will give us five clubs, and we're hoping to have around 18 to 20 junior teams playing under the the senior team. So um, we've grown from nothing to around four or five hundred players. So the, the growth's been quite good. And we also run a team in the South Island Premiership, which is the representative um, side of rugby league, uh, called the Aoraki Eels. Mm. So um, yeah, we've been we've been playing lots of Otago and uh, West Coast and Southland, um, uh, Canterbury, Mary. Tasman as well, so um, yeah, that's uh, in a very small nutshell. That's basically what we've been doing down here, um, creating a lot of firsts. Um, we, we most of the guys are, are involved with the league. Uh, we also have uh, quite strong ties to rugby union as well. Uh, like I say myself, I was, I was at uh, my rugby union team's training tonight. So um, basically, the, the two codes have learned to uh, live with each other. In our region, um, there's still there's still some animosity. We, we hear some of the older generation that um, say to our faces, "I can't stand uh, rugby league, so I don't want to have anything to do with it or you." But um, that's dying out now. Um, yeah, and a lot of the, a lot of the newer generation of rugby rugby players um, just as big a fan as the league now as well. Um, so we get a lot of uh, cooperation and. Uh, we help out the rugby union guys and the rugby union guys help us out. So um, it's a pretty good um, relationship we've got here. Hopefully it might be um, uh, a game plan for the rest of the world to, to follow in terms of cooperation instead of uh, hatred between the two codes. Being a Toronto Wolfpack fan, and I'll be honest with you, spending a lot of money on their merchandise, I was very disappointed when I heard that the, the application to be allowed to Re-enter Super League in 2021 was turned down by Super League. Now, what was your thoughts on this? I, I thought the, um, the Robert Elstone's decision recently was very short-sighted and uh, nothing short of disgraceful when they wouldn't uh, readmit Toronto. So I thought every everything that's wrong with rugby, rugby league was summed up in that decision myself, to be honest. As you have been developing... Uh, rugby over the last six years and uh, my question to you is how much interest is there in women's rugby? Um, women's rugby has really taken off um, there's, there's an awful lot of new teams coming into rugby union um, in terms of um, women's rugby league it's, um, it's grown in Auckland Maybe a little bit in Wellington and Canterbury, but uh, other than that, it's, it hasn't quite um, taken off with the same ferocity. Um, we've got nothing down here in, in Aoraki in terms of women's rugby league. Mm-hmm. However, my um, I've been talking to my club committee, and we're going to try and put together two teams to play exhibition nines women's rugby league mm-hmm. just to try and get something started down here. So that's something we're going to be working on over the next few months. Um, yeah, just we, we don't know if it's going to work or not, but um, we didn't know whether the competition when we started five or six years ago would work or not either. So, um, we're just going to have a try and uh, do the best we can, and hopefully, there'll be enough interest out there with women's uh, rugby players or rugby league players that they have a crack at it. If, if it doesn't work, well, nothing's lost, you know. 
you move on and try again later on. So how many hours would you say you're involved in rugby per week? Um, well, I'm the chairman of the Timaru Outlaws. I'm the chairman, as of this year, of the Aoraki Rugby League, which is a district body. Um, and I manage the Timaru, uh, sorry, the Timaru Old Boys um, B team, which is the, the second 15. So um, it's very between the two codes, it's very nearly another full-time job for me at times, um, particularly with Lee, because I'm constantly chasing sponsors and money, yeah. um, new players, um, um, ticking boxes for um, the New Zealand Rugby League or the Southern Zone Rugby League who sit above us and say, hey, you've got these performance indicators we want you to try and target and hit. And so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a big job. Um, my, myself and Nathan Robinson, who started the Iraqi Rugby League, we, we've both agreed on several occasions that had we have known how much work was going to be needed, we wouldn't have bothered starting it. But um, mm. we're in it now. We, we've, we've got six years worth of work behind us, so we um, neither one of us are prepared to walk away from it. So... Um, I guess we're doing it now till we're on our boxes and um, six feet under. Stephen, doing what you're doing with the uh, Tamaru Outlaws and the commitment you've been giving over the last six years must take up a lot of your time. Actually, um, on, on one on the uh, um, my club committee, one of the guys was also made redundant around the same time as uh, as I was, so. Uh, we we sort of um you know we're, we're in a similar similar position due to the COVID redundancy, mm. so it quite quite close to home for a few of us. Um, and, and just on that, I must say I'm, I'm very lucky to have the um, club committee for the Timor Outlaws that I have. They're an extraordinary group of people who have made my life a great deal um, easier just by their presence and um, taking the workload off me too. So uh, I just give them a little plug there for, for the committee of the Timor Outlaws. Well, it's good to have that support because, again, you can't do it alone. And, again, like you said, no. you, you put your heart and soul into this, and after six years, you don't want to just – you don't want to see it go. The fact that uh, you're there. You're there promoting it. You're there helping them. Well, you're there chasing yeah. spon sponsorships and uh, – yeah. I'm actually in a very enviable position in that if I walked away from my club, it would continue without me. Um, that's something I'm really, really proud of because um, to find people with the same passion as you, willing to put on the same amount of work within one club, it's, um, it's a very rare commodity these days with fewer and fewer people giving up their time uh, for sports and recreational uh, pursuits. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to uh, have those people beside me.